1: Lunar Lover, the podcast, acknowledges the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded, the Araqual people of the Bundjalung Nation, and pays respects to elders past, present, and emerging. Welcome to Lunar Love of the Podcast. I'm your host, Jordana Levine. And in today's episode, it's a bit of a mixed bag. We're going to be looking at what the retrograding planets are up to, because there's a few of them at the moment, what we can expect for the rest of September, and why October is really going to shake shit up as we enter another eclipse season. Okay, so let's start with the good news. I mean, look, it's all good news, really. But on Monday, Venus stationed direct. After six weeks of retrograding through the sign of Leo, she has begun moving forward again. This week's bonus subscriber episode goes into the significance of this and what we should be doing post-retrograde to ensure we get the most out of it. So if you want to listen to that and you're not a current subscriber, all you need to do is click the link in the show notes of this episode and you can subscribe for as little as $8 a month. In summary, though, it's vital that you have an awareness around what came up for you around the themes of Venus during that retrograde and what lessons you learned. As a reminder, the Venus themes are love, relationships, self-worth, values, peace, money, and beauty. There was an onslaught of celebrity breakups and divorces during that retrograde. Did you guys notice? It was wild. And some unexpected ones too. I'm wondering if similar things happened in your personal life. I personally had lots of self-worth stuff come up, which frankly, I kind of found surprising because I thought I had a really high level of self-worth which I do, but there were cracks. Yeah. And those cracks were shown to me. And look, this is what Venus retrograde does. Well, all retrogrades actually, they illuminate our inner world. And there's so much beauty in that because without these little cosmic reminders, we can have a very outward and external lens on life. We put all of our focus on our environment, the people we interact with, the work we produce, the foods that we eat, the way we move our physical bodies, the things that happen to us. But what about what is going on inside? Asking yourself the questions, how do I feel? What do I know? What do I trust? Who do I trust? What do I believe in? How do I limit my own potential? It's really important that you do this with every retrograde period, but especially this Venus one, because the Venusian themes are going to be playing out for the next few months. And I personally believe that it all links back to this retrograde period. Let me give you the rundown. Just as Venus came out of retrograde, Jupiter went into retrograde. Yeah, it happened the next day on Tuesday, Now, Jupiter is retrograding through the sign of Taurus. And you know what planet rules Taurus? You guessed it, Venus. Yeah, so there's more Venus energy here. For more on the significance of Jupiter going into retrograde, you can head to that bonus subscriber episode this week that will give you the rundown and tell you what the energy is all about. Then on Friday this week, the sun trines Jupiter, which is actually a really beautiful aspect but once again, it's highlighting that Venusian energy. Then on September 23rd, we enter Libra season. And you know what planet rules Libra? Saturn. (laughs) No, I'm just joking. It's Venus. Venus rules Libra. (laughs) So more Venusian themes and lessons. Then on September 29th, Venus squares Uranus. Now, we did have this aspect not so long ago when Venus was retrograding, but now that she's going forward, she's going to square Uranus once more, which I guarantee will be a little bit disruptive. It always is, and it's likely that you're going to revisit all of the lessons of the retrograde. See the benefit of getting clear on what those lessons were now? You want to do that definitely before September 29. And then just when you thought... It was calming down. We enter October and we're greeted with two eclipses one in Taurus and one in Libra. And what do those two signs have in common? They're both ruled by Venus. Boom! Right? So much Venus energy. It's wild. Eclipses are pivot points, they can feel like dramatic wild cards but they act as fated events that move you closer to your destiny. I cannot imagine a world where those eclipses in October don't link back to this retrograde period, yeah? They're likely also going to link back to the eclipses we had earlier this year. There was one in Aries, um, I think it was April 20, and then there was one in Scorpio, which was on the 6th of May, Yeah, so if you have a journal, maybe go back and read those days. So please promise me you'll do your reflection. Yeah, it's so, so, so important. Remember, if you need more tips on how to reflect on the retrograde period, consider becoming a subscriber for as little as $8 a month, which is significantly less than one coffee a week. It's like if you had two coffees a month less than you usually do. Boom membership. (laughs) Easy. I got to stop saying boom. I'm so sorry. I apologize. Okay. I was thinking uh, myself last night as Venus came out of retrograde uh, about what surfaced for me over the retrograde period that kind of surprised me a little. So I thought I might share it with you. It might spark some things within you as well. Okay. So firstly, I had a friend I hadn't spoken to in years, reach out to reconnect, which was actually really nice. That was a good one. Um, I took a six-week sabbatical from dating. After I'd had a string of disappointing experiences, um, prior to the retrograde, I decided I just needed a little bit of a breather, and I loved every bloody second of it. I've never felt clearer around love and relationships as I do now, and I realized what role I was playing in attracting the wrong people. Yeah, I think it's really easy to always put the blame on the other person um, or the people if there seems to be a lot of them, but I always think in dating, you know, we are playing a role even if we think we're perfect and I am so very close to it, Um, but I had to really sort of think about why I kept attracting these people is a nice way to put it. These men. Um, Anyway, so I got really clear on that, which was really nice. And I gained clarity around exactly the kind of love and relationships that I want to call in, right? So if that rings true for you in any way, if you were single during the retrograde period um, and you're not quite clear yet on what you want to bring in, I really recommend getting clear on that now. Thirdly, I had some really big creative project ideas drop in which was a little bit unexpected, but not at all unusual, considering that um, one of the themes of Venus actually is creativity as well. So I had quite a few ideas drop in, which was very, very cool. And then lastly, I rediscovered my meditation practice, yeah, and I went deeper than ever before. We know that retrogrades make us reflect on our inner world, and I just felt like I had a deeper access to it during that six-week period. I want you to review the past six weeks and do a similar overview of things for yourself. Yeah, it's important that you do it because like I said, these Venus themes are not going anywhere. So we really, really want to get on top of them. We've also been in Mercury retrograde and we will remain there until September 16. I've had a few mercury retrograde incidents come up over the past week. Um, Big one was I went away for the weekend to see my family and I flew down to Sydney and I hired a car and oh my God, it was just one bad thing after another when I got to the car rental place. I got there and they were like, sorry, ma'am, we don't have a car for you. And I said, what do you mean you don't have a car for me? I booked this car. And they said, oh, the people before you didn't bring the car back, so we don't have a car to give you. And I said, well, that's not my fault. Anyway, it was an hour of back and forth. I am not proud of the way I reacted. I was definitely reactive and not responsive. Um, And I knew that it was a Mercury retrograde thing, but I just did not like the customer service. Anyway, I'm not so proud of how I reacted. It felt, in itself, it felt very retrograde And I've never really spoken about this on the podcast before, and I'm not using it in, as an excuse for my own behavior, but sometimes I feel that our response to things when our communication barriers are broken down a little bit, which they are during a Mercury retrograde, um, cannot be as refined as they usually are. So that's something just to keep an eye on. I know I uh, will be keeping an eye on it going forward over the next couple of weeks. The next thing I've really noticed is my dreams. And I know a bunch of you have been experiencing this as well. My dreams have been crazy and vivid. And originally I thought it was the Pisces full moon. And look, that probably did play into it as well, but it's still happening. So I'm thinking it's likely more Mercury retrograde than anything else. For me, the dreams themselves are pretty nonsensical, but the emotion present in the dreams has been something I'm really paying attention to. So if you're having a similar experience, I want you to look to the emotion in the dream. Again, uh, during Mercury Retrograde, I've had some creative ideas come through. One is a new book I'm currently writing, which means I'm writing two books at once at the moment. The other is a concept for a reality TV show. Uh, If there are any listeners out there that can help me with that, I don't even know where to start. Perhaps there's a producer or someone in the industry um, who's in the world of reality television. Um, I think it has legs. So if you can help me, maybe send me a DM on Instagram, reach out. Also, speaking of help, You guys are the best. You are the best listeners ever. Um, And this podcast is growing each week, which is great, but I would love your support in getting it out to as many people as possible. Yeah, this podcast, much like my reality TV show idea, has legs, but it needs help. I personally feel like astrology has moved into the mainstream, kind of, on social media, But in terms of uh, mainstream listening in the podcast world, not so much. And I just think it needs to hit a wider audience. So again, if anyone listening works for a podcast network like Nova or iHeartRadio or Mamma Mia, again, reach out. There is potential, maybe not for Lunar Lover, but for something similar in the astrology world. And I am here to help you guys with it. Um, I'm great at a pitch, but it's always good to have a contact. So yeah. I just thought I'd put it out there on the podcast today. This is me being bold, you know, sue me. Go on, do it. Some other ways you can help the podcast is to share it with your friends. Um, It doesn't have to be on socials if that's not your thing. Just word of mouth or sharing the link via text. And then, of course, you know, if you want to subscribe, you can always do that too. All right, so back to the astrology side of things. The outer planets are still in retrograde for a little while longer. So while we don't feel them as strongly as the personal planets, the energy will still be a little sluggish. However, the eclipses next month will give us some forward momentum. The first one is on October 15, and it's a solar eclipse in Libra. Remember how we shifted to the Aries-Libra nodal axis? Well, this is the first eclipse in Libra, which activates the south node in Libra. This eclipse will instigate us to stop seeing ourselves through the eyes of the other. Again, a throwback to Venus retrograde. I would not be surprised if doomed romances are cut short under this eclipse, I mean, if they made it through Venus retrograde, they will not make it past here. (laughs) Just saying. October 29, we've got a lunar eclipse in Taurus. A significant purging is taking place as we experience the last eclipse in the Taurus-Scorpio-Nodal axis. Yeah, I think big shifts in relationships, in business and in money matters. And these endings will give way to new beginnings that are more in line with concepts of expansion and freedom. And remember, Jupiter is in Taurus at the moment. So there's a link there as well. If your relationship makes it to November, it's a keeper. That's all I'm going to say about that. (laughs) On that note, Have you heard the rumors about Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas? That is not sitting well with me. That one is upsetting me more than any of the other breakups. I hope it's not true. All right, so that's the episode. Has it been helpful? Maybe. I hope so. I think, look, in summary, do reflect on Venus retrograde. Yeah, that's your number one task this week. Pay attention to your dreams. They are messages, and this is one way... Mercury communicates with us. Yeah. Listen to your creative ideas. They're likely intuitively driven up your meditation practice. Did I say that in the episode? I don't think I did. If I haven't definitely do that. Don't get complacent about the themes of Venus because they're going to continue through October. All right. We might be out of the retrograde, but they ain't going anywhere. Oh, yeah. And if you love this podcast, share it. If you work in reality TV or for a network, reach out. Much love from me. There are two dates available in September for readings, the 8th, which is this week. I've still got a spot on Friday. Well, I did when I recorded this episode. I've still got a spot on Friday and there's one next week as well. Um, I'll be back next week chatting all things Virgo New Moon. If we play that New Moon right... It should be very, very healing and it's going to be the last lunar cycle before we hit those eclipses. All right, my loves, until next moon, I'm Jordana Levine and you've been listening to Lunar Lover, the podcast.